Hi, I'm Gail Simone, and you're listening to Real Books Don't Have Batman. People need dramatic examples to shake them out of apathy, and I can't do that as Bruce Wayne. As a man, I'm flesh and blood. I can be ignored. I can be destroyed, but as a symbol. As a symbol, I can be incorruptible. I can be everlasting. What symbol? Something elemental, something terrifying. Hello, and welcome to Real Books Don't Have Batman. Because they don't. I'm Frank Duran. I'm Deshaun Vasquez. And welcome to the last podcast of 2014. But this not forever. Is, not forever. This is just a 2014 ends, baby new year comes in, and we start a brand new year, 2015 shit. But it's the, it's the last year of the Bat Special. Yes, uh, it is. It is 75 years of Batman this year. There has been, Batman has been around since... Uh, it's forever. It seems it's in the mythos of all the world, but it's officially been around for 75 years. And in a way to celebrate, we've been covering tons of Bat titles, uh, our favorite Bat movies, our favorite Bat books, something we, wherever we feel is important to the Bat mythos to read. Yes. And, um... Two of the things that we always were requested was The Dark Knight Returns, which was our previous episode, but this has been an idea, and one of our like first ideas when we came up with the year of specials is we wanted to, combine, we wanted to compare year one and zero year. Yes, so hence why we had to wait forever to do it, even though it's year one, Dark Knight Returns, you gotta save those for the very last, but at the same time, we wanted to finish zero year, give it a little breathing room, then revisit it. Yes, and, and we've definitely revisited recently, we gave year year another read and year one is literally in my blood like i i feel that story coursing through me so i do not need reminders but it's of a course, simple story too. it's yes so it's not really it's not really you know you don't need so much refreshing but i did do a refresher course mm-hmm. you know peeking through it again and and definitely i saw the movie like less than two months ago like i mean i mean i saw it way before that but like yeah. i saw it again two months ago and like it's it's First, first off, let's talk about year one. Uh, mm-hmm. let's, let's set up the stage. Year one is the literal quintessential like Batman story. Yes, it's a Batman origin. After the success of The Dark Knight Returns, they decided to give Frank Miller something that would actually impact canon. Yeah. Because it was at a time post-crisis on Infinite Earths where they were deciding to reinvigorate their characters. At the time, they gave John Byrne Superman. Mm. And for this, they gave Frank Miller Batman. And he does something incredible. You know, he does, he does, he, he redoes Batman in a way that feels gritty, that feels real, and very noirish. I, there, there's many a things to love here in, in year yeah. one. There's so many things. Like, I love Commissioner Gordon. Commissioner Gordon's literally, other than Bruce, is the main character. Yeah, he's here. the heart of this, which makes sense because Batman, as more than just a character as a mythos and a legend is influenced in part by the people of Gotham yeah. and how it interacts with people. No person knows that experience more than Jim Gordon other than like the mm. Bat family themselves. And and I love it because a story to, like Jim Gordon's a hero mm-hmm. and like it comes out in this but and we you always look up to him like Alfred they're infallible they never did anything wrong they always want to help Batman. They never die. But they never die and like and the thing is 
that you get to learn a different side of Gordon here. Something that's not always clean. That he's not always been the faithful husband that yeah. you always knew. Like, you get to learn that he did cheat on his wife with his partner. You know, you didn't... He's human. Uh, by the way, we're going to talk fucking spoilers about year one. Because if you haven't read year one, what the fuck are you doing listening to our podcast? Like, d- damn no, it, I'll, I'll get them. Maybe get the spray bottle. I'm sorry. Right. I'm just... It's, it's just it's, it's, ah, ah. But I'm just saying, it pisses me off when... Somebody thinks they're a Batman fan and they've never read Year One because this is literally you know nothing about Batman if you've never read or it's one of those things you're like year one. we talked about this last week Batmites Batmites you think you're a Batman fan you're but if you Bat-mite. you're Batmite um, and I mean Year One is just one of those books like it, first off David uh, what's his last Masuchelli Masuchelli is his art is. Amazing. Groundbreaking. And it was at the time where once the book had come out, critics had revered it as just like, this is the best that Batman has ever looked. Because it was more, it was elevated beyond just comic book art. Even Frank Miller's style, for as rough and gritty as it is, is still very much comic book art. If I had to do ever a Batman tattoo, other than just the bat symbol, it would totally be Batman standing in that blown out wall just Uh as a silhouette. Because wouldn't that be a sick tattoo? Like, and I, and that frame, like, I was thinking about frames that would work well as tattoos for Batman stuff because I think about these type of things. Like, I was like, well, what Batman frame would I get on my body if I could get any Batman frame? And, like, that would be it. Because even though it's not a moment that speaks to me, it's the most visually striking Mm -hmm. and it, like, it stands for what Batman is. It works, and there's also. You could use practically any of the covers, really. Yeah, the covers work. Covers work more than, you know, the, than the actual panels. Whether it's like the typical one where, like, he's falling and he, the bat symbol's behind him. Or you could use the uh, one, my favorite cover is the one where he's, like, gliding down with Gordon, like, in front of him, preparing with a gun. Yeah, that'd like, be cool. Like, as he caught him off guard. Yeah, that'd be cool. Um, and there's definitely a lot of good, there's a lot of good ones that could be good cat- tattoos. Please leave your comments down below about what you think would be a good tattoo. There's too many choices. That's there's why you probably just- haven't got. I mean, yet. what would be another cool one? And I mean, this is not even zero year; it's a little bit before. But Scott Snyder's uh, number issue number nine, where the fire's coming up oh, behind, yeah, the, the new fifty Kula, run, like, yeah. yeah, that one's amazing. That, the uh, the finale to the Court of Owls, yeah. Wouldn't that be a crazy be fucking tattoo? Like that'd be awesome. Anything Greg Capullo because Greg Capullo's fucking art. We'll, we'll get to it, but like Greg <laughs> Greg Capullo's art is is you know on level with Marche- uh, Masuchelli in a in a certain way, you know, in not. Mazzuccelli's more classy in a way, but but the detail that Greg Pula brings out is very similar, you know, and, and very in the way he brings context and expressions mm-hmm. to people's faces, it's very and similar. Another person who also deserves credit is Francisco. Yeah, Placencia. Yes, absolutely. For his amazing vivid colors in in, in year one or zero year. Zero year. Okay. Okay. I, had okay. To, I, I had just, to get. I was like, wait a minute. Like I, I was to, like, wait a minute. I was like, he didn't do the colors in year one. No, I'm talking about zero year because yes. you got to give credit to those well, colors. I will literally rant about the colors in a moment, but like, I still want to stick on year one and what For the now. significance is. It, we were saying it's a simple story, but it's a simple. It's a simple and complex and very. It's it's a story that's not driven by stupid drama. Mm-hmm. I love. How the drama all feels real. Everything and is, feels like a drive. Everything is street level. Yeah, it's really cool. And like, I love that the climax of the film is not some fight with a giant like villain. You know, it's not just like you no know, Joker. no, no Joker, no nothing. It is what it is is him versus a bunch of cops and it, it, Gotham City cops. So it's mm-hmm. just like 
and it, and it's like Batman pushed to his limit, you know, and in in, in in a place, and he doesn't even have any of his gadgets, so it's just man versus entire police in a in a fucking bombed out building, and you're just kind of like, hell yeah. Yeah, and that's not even the ending set piece. The ending yeah. set piece is just on a bridge. Batman has to save a baby. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. You, yeah. I. I definitely think the exploding, like the the whole thing is yeah, definitely the confrontation a, is like at like the crack house. Yeah. It's definitely a. It's definitely a big moment. You mm-hmm. know, like, and I mean, the 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 thing about year one is that it it is another defining work. We said that with Dark Knight Returns, but like this is one of those books that changed Batman forever. And not just, like, by doing a different origin story, but by the way that story was put together, the way Batman was written, always influenced set, the way. It had set a template for years. Mm. The Man Who Laughs had that same tone. The Long Halloween had that same tone. Yeah. And it really made people go, oh, we really, it's really great to do grounded Batman, you know, instead of, like, oh, no, against a magician, you know? It's great to be, like... Let's actually put him against somebody that's realistic, mm-hmm. you know, and that's really, and for some reason that works with Batman, you know, like it wouldn't be exciting if Superman was fighting a, a police force sometimes. Well, I mean, it works like it, because the, one of the main facets of the character is that he has no powers. Yeah. So he's a, and, It's all about money and willpower. Yeah, mostly willpower. Like, yeah, mostly and, willpower. And that's what's shown in Zero Year and Year One is that it doesn't take, it's not all about the money. No. It is about the man behind the cowls it's the man behind it. it's bruce it's it's batman mm-hmm. and uh I, I don't know what what are some other things i'm missing about year one that i need to that we need to talk about before we go into zero year um um in comparisons in comparisons it's hard to talk about it because year one is pretty street level and pretty simple yeah it's an easy read for one yeah it's, it's actually it's short. actually kind of short yeah yeah like it really is a quick read it's definitely it's just an, like it's, it's less than an afternoon yeah it's increments. It's increments of specific times during the first year that Batman becomes active. Mm-hmm. How it affects the police, how it influences the mob bosses, his confrontation with the mob bosses, and Gordon's like ongoing changing thoughts about. Yeah, him. and even Catwoman's actually really good in this too. I mean, yeah. they, they, and, and I love and I love the way they bring her in too. It's very it's a well set up thing, and it's really cool and. And, I mean, they even do a good job, in, even though they beef up her role in the animated movie, they definitely do a good job of translating that to... Yeah, I mean, they beef it up just a tiny bit, but she's still in it. Like, she still scratches Falcone and stuff. Yeah. That's always been an iconic part I love that. of that look. He always has those yeah. scratches and on that's, his face. And that's, okay, so that's another thing about uh, about this story, is that I love that it's about Falcone and Bradley family and like all, all the gangsters. It's a they're the bad guys. It's not it's not some supervillain. It's those gangsters. It's the mob. And and I love that because it's different. It feels it feels grounded. It feels like somebody he can take on, but like somehow they keep evading justice, you know, like and he's got to be able to take them down mm-hmm. when no one else can. Is basically the city's allowing this to happen and he doesn't want he's taking he's making yeah, it the super villains are the wild cards yeah and he and he knows that these people will always be there so he's always working on all right let's get into zero year so that way we can start comparing the two yes. um i zero year happened this past year it's a year-long event mm-hmm. it was 12 parts it is it's incredibly big it has a bunch of tie-in comics and it's mostly scott snyder's re-envisioning of Batman's year, not even his year one. It's kind of like 
part of before he was Batman and then leading into a whole year one it's type just, of bit. It's just his Batman origin. Yeah, absolutely. It's just, it's funny because they call it zero year, but it's like, even though it's only a year, it feels like it's much longer. Yeah. You know, like it definitely feels like and more of an epic. And I think the reason why it may feel like that is because we get constant flashbacks to before that. Yeah. traveling around the world, his flashbacks when he was at boarding school. This is basically, like... It Scott Scott Snyder was like I want to make I want to make an, another year one, but I don't want to just take year one and redo it. Yeah, but, and he does it because he adds so much more depth. Is basically yeah, it's, there it, you are know, two completely different kinds, completely of different stories, and completely different objectives. Yes. and 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 it's a good thing that they have different objectives, and they're not just trying to copy each other or try to like you know em- emulate each other. Even like even though there's so much love for year one in zero year. Yeah. It's not zero. It's not year one yeah. in, in any form almost. There's, there's, because all the relationships are changed. Everything's different. And it's, and it's in, in a lot of good ways that keep you on your toes and surprise. And it's and, good. And it was great that he was able to do something so different because before zero year had been released, you and I had been worried because you're mm. just like, we've already been through this. Yeah. But the, the, but the, we've already been through a billion origin oh, yeah. stories. Every every mostly then, like every Batman but story is a fucking origin but story. But then considering continuity reboot or not, it's just like no, you can't touch year one, never. Yeah, because it's year one. So I'm glad Snyder was able to make it work and do something completely different and go so big. Yeah, and epic for a Batman origin and have it work. Now, if now the thing is, is that like now I say this to people all the time and they don't believe me, but like. What this is literally one of the best Batman stories we've ever had in years. Oh yeah, like and I mean, Cor- I said that about Court of the Owls, but like I think he topped himself off with Zero Year. You know, like Zero Year is is a masterpiece. It is a it, it's novel like mm-hmm. it's epic. It's huge. It's got so much going on, and and it's and it's and like I said before, it's deep. Yeah. It, it like because it's not just like. Uh, because the beginning, it, it's 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 in three parts. Uh, it, the beginning is about Bruce uh, trying to take down the Red Hood gang yeah. at the beginning before he's realized what kind of persona he wants to take. Yeah, on. he's not. He, he hasn't even seen the bat yet. He's not been like father. Where what should I be? Mm-hmm. And like, um, and and then the second part is all uh, is 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 very much the beginning, the beginning uh, of Batman, his first outing, mm-hmm. and the third part is after Riddler's huge revolt. Yeah, coming back from that. Absolutely, and like the thing is, is that that's a simplified form because there is so fucking much that goes into this. Because every issue of of, of Zero Year had a backup mm-hmm. pointing towards younger Bruce and how he learned to become Batman. Yes. So there's there's it there's parts where he learned how to drive from really famous street racers. He he learned how to fight in a pit. You know, like there's and take on like dozens and dozens of men. It's incredible. It's one. Of, it's those moments where you're like, oh my god. You know, like and it's that that's the thing is like we were so spec like skeptical going into this mm-hmm. that we were like no. No, you shouldn't touch this. This is a bad idea. Like, Scott Snyder, I love you, but what are you doing? And then he blew away all expectations. That's why I think this is one of the best Batman stories of, like, maybe all time. You know, like... It's one of those things where, like, you're glad you didn't have that kind of pressure, that kind of weight on your shoulders, because... It's probably it's deafening the, the fucking stress, you with know, the like... With one every, on everyone's minds, and the fact that he had to, like, come out and say, hey... 
it's one of those things where like either they were gonna do it with they were gonna do it with or without him. Yeah, and 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 that's the thing is that he had it, it had to be Scott Snyder. Yeah, like is basically it because no one else could have done it like this. And it's it's like reading a novel. Like I when I was rereading it, it's way better to read it in one chunk than it is to read it month to month. Mm-hmm. I went like uh, you guys are so lucky right now if you have not read Zero Year, fucking read Zero Year all in the one books that it's in because it is actually so much more of a joy to read all in one but even though scott Snyder knows how to do a single issue yes, like he does. if there's somebody who knows how to do a single issue of a comic it's fucking scott Snyder. because you can follow it just fine and, and he knows how to end it on a great cliffhanger mm-hmm. he knows how to start off an issue in an intriguing way but all together and thinking of all the issues as particular chapters it's just great yeah it's just great and because he, he writes in such a big way there's a lot of information there's a lot going on there's nuances there's like at the beginning bruce doesn't even want to be bruce wayne and that's like a huge part of the story is that he's like no there's only the crusade now there's only the war and he and he even tells he he, alfred uh, is uh, he even tells alfred he's not gonna come back as bruce wayne into gotham for like the first couple issues he's not he doesn't tell Gotham he's But then home. he gets outed by his uncle. Yeah, and, and who's a Philip Kane, you know, mm-hmm. of the Canes. And which is another thing I love about, uh, about Scott Snyder is that he uses characters that even by name mean they have a deeper connection to the entire yes. universe. Like, because in the Batman mythos, the Canes have always been connected to the Wayne family. Yeah, and, then, and, and technically, Martha Wayne is... Martha Kane, and yes. she married into the Wayne family. So it's like two very rich families finally coming together in Bat in Batman and Gotham mythos. You know, and like, there are homages to like the classic iconic things from the seventy five year long history. Yeah, and and I mean, there's okay. So and that's the other thing about Zero Year is it, it's literally just fan service and love for the oh, character yeah. all over the place in a non-offensive way. You don't feel like it's just a jerk off the entire time. You feel like they put love behind it because when you first see Batman when in his suit with those purple fucking gloves. Purple gloves. Oh, my dick was rock hard. Like, oh my god. Because he takes all the Red Hood gangs and he tapes them to a fucking board that says welcome to uh, Bat Country. He makes them all into a form of a bat and mm-hmm. it's fucking amazing. It's- Hilarious, and, and I then they that, like, recreate the cover from Batman uh, Detective which, Comics Twenty Seven, the yeah. original, like Batman swinging around on the on the grappling hook with a person with a criminal in his arms or someone he's rescuing. It's yeah. ambiguous, and it's just like, oh, oh, yeah. And then once you get to the scene at Ace Chemicals, of course, yeah. it homages both Killing Joke and even going back to Twenty Seven itself with the case of the Chemical Syndicate. That's another genius part about Zero Year is that they're they're able to do the Joker origin in a story in, a, in an issue basically mm-hmm. with having the Joker in technically in the, the entire story beforehand and you still don't know if it could be choker like that's the even better part is that well, I mean, they joker, still keep it wide yeah. open so it could have been just anybody but it totally could be the joker joker's at best when he's ambiguous yeah and and that's what makes him even scarier when you don't actually know what he is mm-hmm. and that's why i love this because they don't come right out and say like oh, uh, Jack Napier, what are you doing under that Red Hood mask? Or something like yeah. that. Like, they don't do something like that. They they, they, they just keep they keep pushing it, and they say he says lines that sound so, like, 
that could be Jokerish, mm-hmm. and like you know, like and when he's about to fall, he's Batman's like it's over, re-, like it, it's over, like and he's like, well, that's no fun. He says to Batman when he's like about to I fall. Think, like, I mean, to me, it's totally Joker, like near the end, but they keep it ambiguous as to whether he's been the Red Hood leader the entire time. Exactly, that's the other interesting thing because is, they find the body of the original Red Hood late. Um, body later, yeah. But they don't know how long he's been dead for. Yeah, that, yeah. Isn't that the? That's the thing. It's like you, so. He Joker could've, could have come in at any of the issues beforehand. It could have been somebody completely somebody else as the Red Hood gang way before that. Mm-hmm. Love it. Oh my God, Scott Snyder, you're a genius. Because <laughs> you got to keep it vague. Uh, and like the other thing is, is how genius the Riddler is built into the plot here. Like, uh, it's so subtle too because mm-hmm. the Riddler. He's just working with Philip Kane to make yes. Wayne history better because, he, you know, he's kind of like a marketing analyst, sort of, mm-hmm. in a way, the Riddler. But then he starts to make moves. He, he puts the Red Hood gang to attack Bruce to yep. make sure that they have full control over Wayne Enterprises. And then the Riddler makes his first, like, big act by killing Philip Kane. Spoilers. Um, and, then, and then the Riddler starts to make bigger moves. He starts to reach out to Bruce. Like, he starts to reach out to Batman. Mm-hmm. And you're just kind of like... It's creepy. Like I've said before, and and I and I, I took this all back when we were reviewing Zero Year, but I said before that Riddler was one of my least favorite enemies for Batman because he's a fun enemy, but he always gave himself away, and I always felt it was so stupid. It was just like, what is this? Like, he just gives himself away mm-hmm. all the time. This accomplished it so well. Riddler is so much better, and you get the reason why you should be afraid of the Riddler through Zero Year. Yes. This is... Like, not only is it one of the best Batman stories, it's one of the best Riddler stories. Oh, and, and that's what I like so much about Scott Snyder. He's, he does it, he's always double-barreling the shotgun, you know? Like, he's never like, ah, it's just another Batman story. He's like, no, this is going to be, like, the best Riddler story. And, like, pulls the trigger, you know? like. And it's interesting to note that we have a Batman origin in which Riddler is the first big bad. Yeah. And at such a big deal. Because it also speaks... To, like, the way Riddler, the way you think about Riddler before Zero Year had come out. Yeah. Because then it's just like, huh, now Riddler's, at the time, in present time, is kind of a has-been. Because he pulled that giant move, and it was such a big deal, but then he hasn't done anything since. Nope. Hasn't even been able to pull something off even close to yeah. it. And and that's what's so great about it, you know? Like, you, you it, it adds this, like, depth to the continuity, and it, and it makes it feel like you the new 52 actually needed that five year span between start a new 52 yeah, and, the, and the current thing because at first i remember that was such a hard thing to like figure out is is why did we need those five years i mean the five years didn't bother me so much i just felt like it felt really weird that things were condensed within five years mostly green lantern yeah because you're like what did they always just fight in space all the time for never breaking no like break. they're like i think i skipped lunch because i was in the like, middle of war of lanterns how and the then hell I'm... did batman go through three robins in just five years they kind of explained it though in zero years the yeah. thing is like all if you read the um the tie-in issues if you read the annuals if you read uh it, it, there was they introduce all of them at the same time and how how old they would be so that way it would all work together. Mm-hmm. And I think it's extremely interesting well, to one see. Well, one of the big changes was the age differences were condensed much, much closer. Yeah. So they're only a few years apart. Yeah, like Dick Grayson is... Is is much older than he, so that way it's like just five years until he's able to be Nightwing and, yeah. and out there. And like Tim is all in middle school, and J- Jason's out robbing 
fucking liquor stores and uh, stuff like that. And you're just kind of like, yeah, this makes sense, though. Like, even mm-hmm. though, as, like, a long-term and fan, Damien, I would usually Damien be offended. And can come in anywhere because he's a clone. Yeah, and he only, he's, yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, you know, he mostly came out of the pod that way. Yeah. <laughs> but it's just, like, it's very, it, it's like, thank God Scott Snyder made sense of it all, is basically it. Because it could have just been left it up It could have been a mess. It could have been a mess. It could have been. And, I'm, and it's a mess for a lot of other comics, uh, like like Green Lantern. But, like, it's mm-hmm. like, there's, but it really does work for here because Scott Snyder spent the time, spent the time to do that, you know? And that's, <laughs> a, that's the fucking difference, is that he actually went, well, how do we make this work that's not offensive, still feels connected to everything that is Batman, mm-hmm. but we still stick to the mandate. It's like, he he's so good at working within creative restraints. Yeah. And that's what I, I respect a lot about Scott Snyder, is that he's able, they're like, here's a mandate, and he's like, I can do that, and make it epic as fuck. Like, <laughs> you're like, and good job. It's a tough, it is kind of a tough sell at times. How do you think, let's like, go beat for beat to, like, see how they parallel each other. Okay. Now, Gordon isn't as big a deal in Zero Year as he was in Year But I love what they did, where where Bruce and him actually feud, where, like, Bruce is pissed at at, at Gordon because they think he's just another corrupt cop. Yeah, another corrupt cop. And I like that because because in Year One, he struggles with that. Mm -hmm. Gordon struggles with... Am I a corrupt cop? Am I... And I mean, if you watch Gotham, you automatically go, I understand this. Of course I understand this. But, like, you... It, it, he struggles with that, so it's good to see Bruce's side of the story. Yeah. You know, like, and, and so why he'd be angry. And the parallel is, in year one, it would have been Gordon going around with Flash and Flash acting corrupt, or that scene where he beats him up with the bat. Yeah. In zero year... The difference is, this time we have the scene with the dogs. Yeah, 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 yeah. Which I would say is darker. Yeah, it is. It's, uh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, shit. Ugh, I, yeah. I almost forgot, almost about, forgot that. about that. I almost it's forgot true. about that. I almost forgot about that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, fuck. Um, but then, um, some of the other parallels. There is no Catwoman in Zero Year. No, um, not at all. There's some, I think there's a tie-in thing, but it wasn't really, like, super big in the story. Mm-hmm. Um, the people who are more concentrated towards the story is Alfred, Bruce, um, uh, uh, who else? Who else? Three Not Robins yet. Three Not Robins, but there's, but they're not really, most of this story is very Bruce related. Mm -hmm. And like, and that's an interesting perspective to take because Bruce sometimes isn't even the star of his own books, you know, like it's, it's, it's an interesting thing because like, I mean, and we even talked about that in Batman 89, Batman 89 is not about Batman. Like it is, or Bruce Wayne. It is literally about like the Joker and you know, like, because Jack Nicholson was the marquee value. Yeah. And like, and the thing is that that can happen sometimes. So it's good to sometimes just be like, we're going to follow Bruce, you know, and actually see what he's doing. Yeah. And I like that because we got to learn about Bruce Stuff that I never would have even thought of, you know, like, and, and, or I've been curious about forever and Mm -hmm. ever, like, and it really changes the way you look at the entire mythos, this entire, in this book, and it's just so, so great, and the colors, oh, okay, let me, let me, let me fucking, I'm gonna stop for a second, I know we were making comparisons, but the colors in Zero Year are incredible, like, the, 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 the way they blend, the way... They pop up the page. The color choices are bold, mm-hmm. like in a Watchmen sort of sense. Like, why would you use purple? You know, like sort of like choice. <laughs> Everything has 
very orange or pinkish. It looks like a sunset. Yeah, it's it's an it's an amazing thing, and it's one of those that got like really needs a fucking Eisner for that coloring job. Like it's just fantastic because like, it's incredible, and it's something that like a lot of comic book artists should look at. And like I'm so glad that they kept him on to do Endgame stuff mm-hmm. afterward, and he's doing just as an impressive a job because, I mean. Court of Owls is great, but it's same old, like, comic book colors. It's when we get to, like, zero year that you're like, holy shit, this is, like, art. You know, like, this is, like, this is it was something. Like, it was, like, getting there with Death of the Family at certain yeah. points. But once we got to zero year, it's just, like, they let him just do it. Just Fly. go for it. And I, ugh, I love it. Um, what are some other comparisons? Like, the, the there's no mob in zero year. There's, uh, he no, more there's, worries about Red Hood Gang, yeah. Riddler. And the whole city going down and, and the having way to rebuild that, um, again. The way Snyder had described why the Red Hood Gang had played such a big part is because it plays to people's modern fears yeah. of terrorism and urban violence. Yeah, and a faceless enemy. You a know. faceless enemy. And, yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's pretty much it. Yeah, and, and I think that was important also distinction to not piss off people who are fans of year one if they felt like it was just kind of like the just same thing. Just a retreat. Yeah, they didn't. They didn't want that retrek, and and I think that's a good thing. And now he gets to kind of explore that mob boss thing in Batman Eternal in a way, you know. Like, and I think that's important. Yes. Is that like he didn't have to waste it in Zero Year. He had he got to tell his own type of story instead of just adapting other ones. And even at the end, he still pays his respect. Falcone does have like a brief little cameo in this. Yeah, definitely. It's really quick, really fast. Um, it, the. What are some other things? Like, I, I, I think it's impressive, like, how the scale of this, because it goes, like, once the city goes down, it's the entire Gotham, you know, like, a, a paradise jungle type of deal. with It's all Mad Maxian, you know, yeah. like, Batman's riding around on a fucking motorcycle. Without the cape with his, like, torn up suit with the purple fucking gloves. Fucking cool it's as shit. Fucking badass. But, um... I'd say a big scene to talk about paralleled is the Yes, Father, I Shall Become a Bat scene. Yeah. Now, with the original story, it was after he had gone out undercover and gotten shot Mm. by cops, and he crawled his way back onto the chair, and he had the vision of the bat flying through the window, and that gave him his omen, the moment of inspiration. In Zero Year, they set it up that his father had built this orb Mm. that would interface and give you the layout of a particular structure, how it would have looked like. Yeah, it's mostly like a 3D round camera that you can roll into rooms and would take a picture of the room yes. and then you could just play it back. Mm-hmm. And it's like, a, you're like, ooh, way to do visually interesting stuff, Scott Snyder. I see what you're doing there. Yeah. And so when, after the initial moment where the Red Hood Gang attacks him. In his, in his brownstone in City, like yeah. burns it all down. Like, because he's not, that's another thing, to, it, it, like, because he's so against being Bruce Wayne, he's not even in Wayne Manor no. when he starts all this Batman stuff. He's, like, I mean, not even Batman stuff. So, like they before. Sh- so they take him down a notch and burn his house, which I feel like could could have been an homage to Batman Begins, where they made that such a big yeah. deal. So he brings, while everything in Wayne Manor is covered in tarps and such, he brings that camera in and it displays, like, Wayne Manor in all its glory, mm-hmm. including... Bats. Yeah, and like the bat, and I love the image because the bats fly right through his chest, mm-hmm. like the the 3D image, and it just it looks like the spirit, like the literal spirit of the bat is entering him, yes. and, in a way, and it's so symbolic and so visually like wow. 
and it's a way to do it creatively and do its own thing, and then he does the classic. And it sit feels down. modern, you know. Yes. Like that's the other thing about this. That's the main like, one of the main differences between zero uh, zero year and year one is year one feels like a seventies. Uh, Dirty Harry film, you yeah. know, like it feels, you know, he's gonna go around, he's gonna kick some ass, say some poetic shit, and like the, but this feels very modern, very, mm-hmm. very uh, slick. It feels almost like a young James Bond type of feel, where yeah. he's getting new gadgets, and you see gadgets that you know in the future he'll use, like he's using using batarangs, and like how they'll come back mm-hmm. to him and stuff. It's sick, you know, like, and there's the bat cycle and how it looked, but it's a very modern looking bat cycle yeah. instead of, because he's doing it if the Batman origin literally happened in 2014, you know, like, he's not doing it like, oh, five years ago mm-hmm. and how the technology was that. He's literally doing it like if it happened today. And, and that's what's interesting. It works. Mm. Plus, there's also the straight up just pay your respects where he does sit down at the chair and look at the statue. Yeah, and you're like, oh, yeah. Oh yeah! You had to bookend it with that. Yeah, absolutely. Um, is, and there's, <coughs> I mean, there's a lot. Another interesting thing about about Zero Year that I really love is um, Doctor Death. Is that his name? Yes. Yeah, Doctor Death. Now this kind of came out of nowhere for me because I this character I didn't expect to be in the story. I didn't expect it like to be anything. You know, mm-hmm. like they they were kind of like building up for a little bit, and I didn't really think anything of it because yeah. like it didn't feel like it was part of the story you already had the riddler to deal with and you were kind of mm-hmm. like this is that's a big enough problem and then dr death comes in with his fucking formula that you shoot your it turns your bones into fucking horrifying fucked up shit it like expands them and contracts them they solidify it's really weird messed up and horrifying because it's greg capullo's art it's even more frightening yeah it's, it's very it's very he very he very much taps into his um his uh, spawn, his like, spawn roots. yeah, definitely there. Like, and you know. it's good. It, and plus, it's a complete reinvention of what Doctor Death actually was. Doctor Death was just sort of like mad scientist, generic mad scientist, yes. and, and it works as a reinvention. Plus, it shows as like a foreboding of like the more ridiculous stuff that Batman will have to deal with. Eventually. Yeah, and that's why I like it because like you you don't get any preface of any of the ridiculous shit in. Um, year one, but that's the point of like the man who laughs, you know, it's the start of Batman's ridiculous supernatural Mm -hmm. shit, you know, like, and that's, but that's why I like Zero Year that it was able to build it in, that like, he goes from being, I gotta take down the Riddler, to all of a sudden having to be like, I gotta stop Dr. Death from doing this, because like, that's like, what, like, he's doing even worse things at the moment, Mm -hmm. you know, like, it, it distracts him a little, but like, it's such an epic fucking fight, and and also, it looks horrifying, and, and like, that, it's crazy. about the fight on top of the blimp where yeah. it's, like, covered in rain. That's actually still my favorite issue of yeah. Zero Year. Because I love, near the end of the book, it's his first major failure in stopping the Riddler is paralleled with, they saved it, they saved the Wayne's death for that moment. Yeah. Where it keeps cutting back and forth, and it ends with Bruce, a uh, young Bruce just crying and screaming for someone to help him. Yeah. And it's just, like, what it... Because, like, that, he does feel like he failed his parents, you know, by, by not doing something when they were mm-hmm. shot. And, like, I always felt that so, so sad about Bruce, is that he always felt like he could have done something. And, and it's like, he never could have. I'm like, glad they finally, like, cut back to him at, like, school. Yeah. And, and the fact that even at those times, like, you see him messing around with Julie Madison mm. and such, that he has, like, a weird, 
like vision of her. He's messed. Yeah, he's really messed up. He's a mess. Like, and and that's the thing. It would mess you up as a kid. Mm -hmm. Like, it's a horrifying thing to witness. It it would give you PTSD, and it's like he definitely has like PTSD. And they just went for it too with Zuri. It wasn't just like they vaguely got shot somewhere. Martha Wayne gets shot in the head. Yeah, it's just like oh god, you know, like it's fucked up. Mm -hmm. And that's is. Is that he's able to do those very strong visual things, you know? Like, it's definitely, like... That's another thing I found... I always found impressive about Scott Snyder is he understands it like it's a film, you know? Like, he knows that this will be very strong imagery, even if we're not saying it. Yeah. You know, like, if we're not saying it, it's still very, like, Which I get why, like, when he first, like, tussled with Greg Capullo when they didn't get along as much, why it would be kind of hard to convey that to an artist. Yeah, you're just like, no, 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 I gotta, I gotta write this, you know, like, I gotta write this out. And, mm-hmm. like, and but now they're just powerhouse you know, team. Powerhouse, power couple, uh, yeah. <laughs> other than Amanda Connor and Jimmy Palmati, Scott Snyder. They're still number one, they're <laughs> close second. Yes. Um, I, I, I endlessly love both books, is, is, is mostly my thing. It's like, both these books are They're both very incredible. different. Mm-hmm. They're both incredible. Yeah, but in different in different ways, in ways yeah. that don't insult each other. In, because we were always afraid of that. Mm-hmm. We were always afraid when we when we picked up Zero Year that it was just going to be insulting to us as fans. You know, like it, why do another origin story? And the thing is, it's not even it doesn't even spend time doing the origin story. You know, like it does it does do technically the origin story, yes. but like you don't feel like it's the origin. story. You don't story. feel like it's whittled down or padded because it decides to go so big with it. Yeah. That it just goes straight into a big climactic like event. Yeah, and there's and there's no like padded issues of zero year. It no. is it is constantly like And even wow, stuff that you wow, might wow. even stuff that you might think is padded because I've had people say that they thought it was going too slow in the beginning. Yeah. Would take that back as soon as the story was finished and it all tied tied together. Up. Yeah, that's the thing. It's like it's like a novel where mm-hmm. he sets things up at the beginning. He said it like it's a lo- It is a long beginning. It, it's it's because it, it is a twelve part thing, and like the first part is a very long piece. Yes, but it's important to that. Like it's important to know the what the Waynes feel about like Gotham, the way they affect Gotham, the way Bruce actually builds himself up, and the way he. Like, deals with those first couple hoods in the way he has to deal with Dr. Death and the Riddler. You know, mm-hmm. it's completely different. And, like, and you, it's all really tied into those first couple first couple pages. You yeah. know, like, it's all really just there. And that, and it's incredible. It was, it's fantastic. It's fan-fucking-tastic. Um, what, what is interesting about both of these is that there's no Robin in these. Even though there's mentions of these Robins, there's no sidekicks. No, not yet. No, you know, it's one of those things where, like, it's too early. I mean, he has enough stuff to work with on his own. And it's almost, to to say, it sounds strange, but it's almost too dangerous, like, for him to have an ally. Because he hasn't even worked out all the kinks for himself. Exactly. It's not beta Batman like Earth-1. This is more of a Batman figuring it out, though. Yeah. Like, it's not, he, he wants to do it, and, like, he's trained enough to do it, but he can... He still has a lot of kinks to figure out because he hasn't done certain things yet. And plus, if you notice the contrast with Zero Year, even more so with not only with the modern comics right now in um, current time, but compared to year one, Bruce is happy. Yeah. Happier. Yeah. Like, he's still, when he starts out in Zero Year, he's kind of smiling Batman, somewhat having fun with this whole thing. Yeah. As opposed to present time Batman or even year one Batman. It's just like, it's about the mission. Yeah, absolutely, and like, and I, I think that's 
an important thing you need to And it's a witness. subtle way of taking, it's like, of paying respects to more light-hearted Batman stories of the past. Mm, absolutely. Because it, and, and, and it also makes you connect with Bruce on different levels that you never really connected with Bruce before on, mm-hmm. you know, and, and I think that's important to everything. Um... I I don't I don't, what what would you is there anything else we're missing for for these comparisons? Uh, I don't think so. I, I mean, I mostly you got to read both. It both. is now because like before I would say read year one, but now I think it's just as necessary to read zero year. It's just and you'll have such a great time mm-hmm. because it it's it really plays to the love of 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 Batman and also if you're a literature person this will be awesome for you because oh, yeah. it, it, it it really is very novel like in its form and in the way it presents itself and it speaks to like the enduring nature of the character and how mm. there is really no def- this is why I always say that there's really no such thing as the definitive Batman yeah. quote unquote because he's such an enduring character with many varying reinterpretations and in one hand, this is what Batman's origin is. In one, in another person's hand, years, decades later, this is what that, how Batman starts out. Yeah, and that, and you know, that's it. It, it can all be okay. You mm-hmm. know, is basically it. Like everyone, like if if it's still done with respect, reverence, and it's still entertaining as fuck, then it is totally okay in my yeah. book. You know, like, and 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 I mean, to to sit like after so many origin stories. You know, it's good to see a great one. You know, like, because, like, every Batman movie feels like they need to show the Batman origin and, like... Yeah, let's see, 89 did it. 89, Dark Knight uh, Returns sort of does forever, it again. Forever does do the scene where the Waynes get shot again. Yeah. Begins, obviously. Yeah, uh, most of them I do mean, Batman vs. Superman is going to do the death of the Waynes again. Yeah, every, I don't know, like, it's important to the character, so I understand. Mm-hmm. And, it, and it really, it shows his motivation. But... It is one of those things where you're just like... I get it. You know, like, <laughs> yeah. I get it. So that's why we were always so, like, I don't know, zero year, but it really blew me away. And someone off topic, I mean, we kind of welcome just new things. This yeah. is part of the reason why something as controversial as something like Man of Steel is, I appreciated them going for new things. Yeah, and, and I think that's, first off, important in life, and second off, important in comics, you know, to... to, to like push the art you know mm-hmm. is we have to do different things we can't just always do the same thing again and again or it, you'll never it will you'll never, never improve grow. it'll never improve it'll never get better it's a um, problem with a certain character called spider-man these yeah. days um i like if if you needed a rating both these books are tense of course uh, they're incredible I, if you go back and listen to our old podcast we're reviewing single issues of zero year you will hear us yelling from the top of our fucking lungs because it's that good, you know. Like it's it's that it's it's it, if you read it from month to month, you know that excitement that every mm-hmm. like every month you get a new book and you were like, holy shit, this was even more amazing than last month, you know. Like and you never expected that, and that's what's so great about it is that it was something that I don't think we needed, but filled a gap we didn't know we had. Yeah. You know, like... It, I think that's the perfect way to describe it. Yeah. It's, 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 it's not exactly needed because year, uh, year one does cover everything. Mm-hmm. But it felt... It filled a hole we didn't even know. And... and, and plus it helped. It helped, like, New 52 continuity and unanswered questions. And it even, um... It even applies to 
the Batman in year in zero year mm. feels like a Batman that would eventually come up with Batman Incorporated. Yeah, exactly. And I and I I, I like that. You know, like I like and I like how modern it is. Mm-hmm. I like how they just kind of they they went for it and they didn't have to play it back on like an an eighties Batman or a nineties Batman. They strictly just went like two thousand fourteen. You know, like definitely yeah. now. Um, but that's. That's pretty much it, guys. That's our last podcast for 2014. Uh, we, I, I hope you enjoyed all these Year of the Bat specials. There is a playlist on our SoundCloud. I hope you did, because we haven't been able to talk about anything other than it. Yeah. And the occasional, like, comic book movie that comes out. Yeah. So, we, I mean, we'll be doing different things in 2015 for our Saturday uh, discussions. We're going to brainstorm a bunch of them and do a bunch of different and weird ones mm-hmm. and whatever topics we want to cover for, like news and stuff like that but i mean we'll always try to do more batman concentrated stuff it's just that this year was 75th anniversary we had to do something you know like we had to do we had to pay tribute yeah you have to pay tribute you gotta give it to the bat god Mm -hmm. you know uh so i mean thank you guys for such a wonderful year and thank you for checking out these year the bat specials because i really enjoyed doing them and, I mean, I got to read a lot of good Batman this year. It's basically it reread really good Batman, you know, like, and, and find certain stories I had never read before. Um, and I hope you guys do that, too. I hope you guys check out the playlist on SoundCloud and find a Batman story you've never read before, listen into it, and then fucking go read it. Read it. Um, because you're, you're not going to regret any of the ones we covered, you know. No. And, I mean, you might have some problems, but they're all really good. Mm-hmm. Uh, especially Zero Year and Year One. Um, I know this has been kind of a, uh, 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 schlavin on the knob of S- Scott Snyder and Frank Miller because they're, they're, but the thing is, these are so perfect yeah, in a way, you know, like it, there's, there's not. And it's one of those things where like zero year is still so recent, whereas year one is so steeped. Yeah. And, and that's the thing is like, is, is like, you're, you're like, what do you say about year one that's bad? Like, mm-hmm. then, like, what? What do you find? You know, like, in Zero Year, you could say it takes too long, but that's kind of the charm of it. That's yeah. so encompassing, and it's an epic. You know, like, there's certain things, like, and I want, but that's the thing is, I what I'm trying to say is, please, down below, tell us what, like, if you have a problem with these stories, please tell us what they are, because I would love to hear it. I would love to hear, like, what, why you have a problem with these stories, or, or if why you love them. We want to hear it, too. So go to our Facebook page. Fucking comment on this podcast and tell us what you think of these two stories. Because this is our first comparison of of two books podcast yeah. sort of deal. So I kind of dig it. Mm-hmm. Um, but guys, thank you. Have a great new year. And uh, enjoy Batman. We'll see you in a bit. Adios. We're breaking news. We're going to head over to Frank Duran. Tell us about some websites where we can find Real Bucks Don't Have Batman podcast. What's a website? I don't know. The kids will pay a nickel and dime to see them, though. Well, it says here on the card that Geeky Universe, Rhymes with Geek, Comic Podcast Network, ComicsRelated.com, and GAUstudios.com will all have real books don't have Batman. I tell you, these podcasts are more fun than a Nickelodeon on the weekend, eh, Frank? Oh, I love a Nickelodeon on the weekend. I just love the pictures. I love pictures. Did you see the one with the train in it? Ah, scared the shit out of me, Frank. (laughs)